The opinions expressed in the Brothers on Law Show are for informational purposes only and are not a substitute for personal professional legal advice. Thanks for tuning in to Brothers on Law on Go Country 105. I'm Larry Mandel. And I'm Rob Mandel. And we've been trial attorneys here in Los Angeles for over 40 years. On our show, we will discuss current events, talk about legal issues, and have some very entertaining guests stop by. So stay tuned every week for Brothers on Law right here on Go Country 105. Hey, welcome back to another episode of Brothers on Law Zoom Edition. I'm Rob Mandel. And I'm Larry Mandel. And as always, we want to thank the Mortgage Mom for coming on the air before us with all that valuable information. We love following her show, don't we, Larry? That's yeah, good stuff. Rob, before we welcome our guest today, we have been asking listeners to call in and nominate a local person or group going above and beyond for their community right now. Above and beyond. Yeah, we've gotten a really, really tremendous response. Yes. And our producer, Cam, has a message we are going to call and thank properly. We will also present them a little token of our gratitude. So let's listen to the message we received. All right. Hello, my name is Roger Zendejas, and I wanted to nominate my longtime friend, Michael Lopez. He has started a nonprofit organization called Mission Echo in the LA, Los Angeles area. And what he does is collect money and funds to help feed the homeless in the downtown area, Skid Row area. He has been doing this now for the last eight years. It started with him and his family and has grown over the last seven to eight years. So once again, I would like to nominate Michael Lopez. He is with Mission Echo in the LA area. Thank you so much. All right, Cam, let's get Michael on the phone if we can. I have Michael Lopez from Mission Echo on the phone. Wow. All right. Hello, Michael. You're on the air with Brothers on Law. Hi. How are you guys? We're doing well. We're doing great. Right, Larry? Yes, we are. And how are you doing, Michael? I'm great. I, I'm, uh, I'm just as good as you guys. Good. Good to hear. And tell us a little bit about Mission Echo. So what Mission Echo is, uh, first of all, um, ECHO stands for Ex-Cholo Helping Others. And for those that might not know what a Cholo is, uh, a Cholo was a gang member. Okay. I was born and raised in L.A., and I was gang active for 25 years of my life. I was a crack addict for 22 years. I served five prison terms. Wow. And, uh, you know, my, my time came to where I was tired of suffering. And the idea of Mission Echo was actually born in my prison cell in 1995. I got back. I don't remember if I came back from church or from one of those uh, self-help groups, but I came back very motivated, thinking one day I'm going to be, you know, back to normal. I'm going to be good. And I'd like to have a program to, you know, help the people. And I started kicking around, you know, ideas for a name of my group. And Echo came up and, you know, it was the acronym of Ex-Cholo Helping Others. And in 2019, I finally filed for a nonprofit and, and we're off and running. I've been doing it for about seven to eight years now, but uh, legitimately as a nonprofit since 2019. And this thing has just grown and grown. You know, it was one of those deals that I made with God. Lord, please, man, take away this suffering. I'm sorry. Clean me up and I'll do whatever you want me to do. Yeah. And 
did the, he did just that. He cleaned me up, but his uh, sense of humor, he sent me right back to Skid Row. <laughs> of course, of course, but in a different form, right? In a different mode. Yes. Hey, that's fantastic, Michael. Uh, I mean, that is really, really an amazing story. Now, has the job that you've been doing these last seven or eight years changed because of the coronavirus? Well, it has. Um, so I know the county has helped or they recently implemented housing uh, programs. There's so many different ones. So you do see less people on Skid Row, but don't be fooled because there are still way too many people living on the streets. Um, yeah. We've gotten to where when we go out to, you know, to these outreaches, we're handing out gloves and masks and sanitizers. This is all stuff that I fundraise for through our Instagram and, uh, you know, we're going to be going out this Sunday again. And, you know, we pretty much, you know, we try to practice the social distancing as much as we can. Um, but, you know, it, I mean, it is what it is. You get overwhelmed with people sometimes and not everyone wants to listen to the social distancing. Um, but we do what we can to stay safe, to keep my family safe, our volunteers, and to encourage you know, the homeless people to, hey, just get in line. We have enough for everybody, thank God. Uh, you know, let's just be safe about it, you know. And for, you know, for the most part, they police themselves. But you do have those times where we just give it to me and give it to me now, you know. Yeah, so, of course. Well, that is fantastic. Is that on a weekly basis, Michael? We go out weekly. Um, we have, you know, a, a few different sponsors that, that donate items like the Two Girl Gang. They're out of Orange County. They donate uh, alkalinized water. Um, and then, again, all the fundraising that I do through my Instagram uh, via opportunity drawings or just people sending in donations. Um, Fantastic. Buy all the supplies that we need. We're currently fundraising for a cargo van. I've come to the point to where my little family minivan is not enough anymore. And so we're fundraising for a cargo van. We've had a tremendous support and, and trying to raise money, but uh, a lot more is still needed. And so yeah. I can get a cargo van for us, the more supplies we can take out because you can take out a thousand meals and a thousand meals wouldn't be enough. You can take out 700 gallons of water and it wouldn't be enough. You know, wow. it, isn't that something? My time on the street because of my addiction, you know, showed me, you know, I mean, I learned pretty quick that the streets weren't for me as far as being homeless. Um, but now that I have 11 years clean, I don't forget those people that are still struggling. And as I'm telling you, this, my eyes get watery because we know we hear it. That's where my heart's at. You know, um, wow. I don't forget those people. It's only food. I tell people all the time. It's none of our business. Why people are homeless. We already know why they're there. Let's just help them. It's only food. Right. It's only, it's only food. Right. You well, know? speaking of that, we're going to send you some gift cards for Ralph's, which is helping us out, helping us help people like yourselves you know, we want to, we want to help out and do our part. And we, we love what you're doing, man. Well, well, thank you. I appreciate that very, very much. I appreciate it. You know, as a nonprofit, we live and die by donations. And so anywhere where we can get funding for whatever it, it's, you know, it takes a load of work off of me because I'm the sole fundraiser and it's, it's, it's hard work to fundraise. You know, it's really hard sure work. Is. You know, discouragement sets in sometimes when the funds aren't coming in and you're, you know, you start double guessing, am I doing the right thing? But but before right. you know it, something like this pops up, and yes, you're doing the right thing. Just keep going. That's right, man. Thanks, Michael. You take care, buddy, and keep up the good work. And we're going to send you that stuff post-haste. 
Thank you very much for all your help. And uh, if I can, I'd like to uh, invite your followers to follow our Instagram, which is mission underscore echo, and maybe join the fight and, you know, against homelessness and, and hunger. Absolutely. Got it. Thank you guys. All right, brother. Take care. We're Larry and Rob Mandel, the brothers on law here on Go Country 105. Do you have a legal issue you need help with? We want to hear from you. Find us on Instagram and send us a message. Then tune in on Saturdays at 8 a.m. right here on Go Country 105. From all of us on the Brothers on Law show, we want to give a big thank you to these sponsors who we've partnered with to help honor our local heroes and groups for going above and beyond for their community. We'd like to thank Ralph's, Whole Foods, Target, and Chipotle. Thank you for all you do in our community. We have a special guest today, Robin. Just as a prelude to it, you know, across the nation, we're having this coronavirus cases and it's rising, you know, at an alarming rate. I don't know, the average new cases have spiked, I think, like 41% or more. And, you know, they're, we're getting warned about our ICUs are going to be filled up and we're going to see a, you know, a deluge of new patients coming in. And so we've got to do something to treat those people that are in critical condition. Right, because it's even more scary that the uh, ICUs are running out of medications and critical drugs to help treat these people who are suffering from COVID-19. And so what are the medicines that the hospitals need most and how can they get their hands on them fast? Well, we got a special guest who knows and he's going to talk to us about that. Welcome to the show, Andrew Stasiak. Thanks, guys. Thank you for having me. And just by way of introduction, Andrew, you're director of Medivant Healthcare, which is the newest manufacturing facility in the U.S. for for medications and drugs. Is that correct? Yeah, that's right. Uh, we're based out of Phoenix, Arizona. Our technical registration is called a 503B, um, which is a regulatory pathway that the FDA gives to companies like ours, which allows us to circumvent some of the very lengthy processes that the FDA typically requires to get drugs to market. I see. We're able to get some very specific drugs out into the market and into our communities uh, very, very quickly, uh, specifically for events like this with COVID and, and some of the other public health crises that we have. So is this part of our U.S. drug shortage trend right now? Obviously because of the COVID, right? Yeah, it really is. Um, you know, I, I haven't looked this week, but the last time I checked, uh, the FDA posts the, the current drug shortage list on their website. Oh, wow. There's 163 drugs that are currently in short supply. And it's incredible. These are a lot of the drugs that you just rely on that are at the doctor's office when you go. Um, things like lidocaine, if, if you know somebody cuts themselves or, or has a laceration, you go in and you get stitches, the doctors are going to give you lidocaine to numb up your skin so they can give you the sutures that are appropriate. Um, that drug has been on short supply for a long time. And um, it, it really, it runs the full gamut. It, it's incredible the amount of drugs that are in short supply right now. Yeah. And uh, what, what does Medivant do to help alleviate these shortages? Um, yeah, great question. So our, our responsibility uh, within this, this uh, you know, the, the U.S. public health sector is as a manufacturer. So we actually make 
uh, sterile injectable drugs. And when you look at uh, sort of the overall landscape of, of the drug market in the U.S., you know, a lot of people go to Walgreens or CVS or something. You may get the medications that are prescribed to you from your doctor. Most of those are tablets and, and uh, patches and things like that. Uh, a lot of those drugs are actually made out of the country. Mm. And the drugs that we're specifically focused on are the ones that when you go to the hospital or you go to the doctor and you get shots uh, or anything that's really under the skin, uh, it's called a parenteral application. That's really what we focus on. We're making only the ones that are in short supply right now. And why are they in such short supply? I mean, it's, it may be an obvious answer, but tell us about that. Yeah, uh, actually, that's a that's a really good question, and and there's you know we can talk probably for hours about this alone, but really what happens is uh, to sort of digress digress. It's a bit of a, a large discussion. Um, so the way the process works in the U.S. is that companies identify particular molecules or or target medications that they want to bring to market as a new drug. And they go through this process that typically takes about 10 years and a billion dollars to do all this scientific research, to go into clinical studies, to, to gain all of the safety and efficacy data on these drugs right. into market. And the FDA gives them about seven to 10 years of exclusivity for the drugs. And that's the drugs you see on TV with the commercials and, and you go to the doctor's office or you go to the hospital and, and the prescriptions are $1,000 or, or something. Yeah. And uh, all the side effects are longer than the effects of the drug, <laughs> right? Yeah. So after that seven to 10 year process, uh, the drugs then go generic, which I think we're all familiar with generic drugs. They're a lot cheaper than the name brand ones. Uh, and that's because the FDA has this generic drug program set up that basically says they'll give, the FDA wants to, wants to foster public health. So they want everybody in our country to have access to these medications. But they also realize that the pharmaceutical industry is a competitive industry. And because it is so expensive to bring drugs to market, they have to balance allowing pharmaceutical companies to recoup that investment as well as making sure that uh, the, the public can get the drugs that they need. So after this seven to 10 years and the drugs go generic and you get several different companies coming on board to start making the drug. And the way the generics market works is the first one or two companies that get to market end up making a lot of money. All those generics for a long time, you get more and more companies that come into market and then it drives the price down. And so eventually you get to a point where there's so many companies that make the drug that there's only pennies really to be made per prescription or per unit. And then eventually it just gets a little bit too expensive for companies to make. And wow. so case like the ones that we're making, these are drugs that have been out for a long time. Um, they're not very expensive to make. And the companies that were making these, for whatever reason, stopped. And it just costs a lot of money to get them back up and running to make these, these medications again. And so as the results, there's a lag in the production. Um, and then they go into short supply. Oh, my. 
Have you suffered or been injured by someone else's negligence? When you need a legal team that will stand up for what is right, won't give up the fight and obtain justice, call 818-886-6600. Mandel Trial Lawyers specializes in personal injury cases of all types. Whether it's a car accident, product or premises liability, dog bite, or a catastrophic injury, Mandel Trial Lawyers are there for you when the fight is worth it. Call now for your free consultation. 818-886-6600. Let the scales of justice tip in your favor. Do you need help feeding your family right now? We all know that schools are closed and some kids rely on free or reduced price meals at school. Visit fns.usda.gov slash meals for kids to find a grab and go meal center near you. They are offering two grab and go meals for kids. Again, please visit www.fns.usda.gov slash meals for kids. Four is the number four. And let's make sure all the kids are fed. So, Andrew, is Medivent involved at all with vaccines, for instance, the COVID? And if not, what have you heard? What's any updates that you can tell our audience about? Uh, so we're not directly involved in any COVID vaccines, but we are indirectly involved with that. And the way that we're indirectly involved with the COVID vaccine is the big companies like uh, Snowfield. Ventus, Pfizer, Merck, these big multinational pharmaceutical companies are investing a ton of resources and money in trying to identify the COVID vaccine. As a result, they're taking a lot of their resources away from making the standard drugs that they would normally make, and they're going after the COVID vaccine. So now there's a lag with those standard drugs. So a company like ours can come in and fill that gap, and so we can still supply the drugs that are needed to market um, allowing companies like Pfizer, Merck, or whoever with these huge scientific you know, research and development departments to then focus on that. Oh, that's exciting, actually. I mean, that's cool. Good to know. Yeah. Um, and specific to the COVID vaccine, the last I heard, there's a couple really promising candidates uh, in early stage clinical trials. They're trying to accelerate those as fast as possible, but I've heard that it's probably going to be winter at the earliest before there's going to be any sort of vaccine available. Uh, and I've also heard that the actual COVID strain similar to the flu is mutating a little bit. And so, uh, for example, I've heard that here in Arizona, we unfortunately are one of the harder hit areas in the country right now with COVID. But one of the strains that are going around, I guess, has some different symptoms than the traditional COVID strain, I guess, that's on the East Coast. And right. so because you've got to target, you want to target the specific strain, but if, if there's some changes in that strain of, of COVID, then the vaccine's not as effective as if it was 100% compatible. But what if you got um, antibodies injected into you, basically what the vaccine does, right? Um, yeah. Does it potentially reduce the what's the word for how powerful it is or how how dangerous it might be ordinarily? Uh, it does, yeah. So the way that a vaccine works is you actually inject people with a uh, either a killed-off strain or a much less severe strain of the virus. And so you're encouraging people's own bodies to make our own natural defenses against it. And so 
similar to the flu vaccine, when you get the flu, it's a dead strain of whatever flu virus is. And then our bodies make the antibodies against it that then can fight it off. And so similar to the conversation or the, the point we were just talking about, where if uh, the COVID virus may not be the exact strain, it's similar enough that your bodies create antibodies against the virus. And so even if it isn't the exact same strain of COVID, uh, your body still has more defense mechanisms to use in, in your tool chest of, of antiviral abilities than it would with no no or, uh, no vaccine at all. Right. So, Andrew, I, I understand that the drugs that you're making are supplied to the ICUs, right? And that's filling a gap of what may not be available ordinarily because of the short supply, right? That's right. Uh, you know, when, when people go to the ICUs and, and unfortunately when people get intubated and, and the stuff we see on the news that uh, it's terrible that these people have to undergo, um, you can't necessarily intubate uh, a person who's awake and, you know, has full awareness of what's going on because you're, you're basically putting a tube down someone's throat and oh, man. you uh, sedate that person to to successfully intubate them. And so one of the most common drugs that the ICUs use is a drug called midazolam. And midazolam is a drug that relaxes your esophagus, uh, helps sedate patients, and allows the doctors to do their job of, of successfully intubating people. Um, that drug in particular went on short supply, critical short supply, I should say, back in April. And so we've been working as hard as we can to make sure that we're able to, to fill that need. Um, and so that's what we're, one of the drugs that we're currently working on. Well, that's fantastic. I mean, that's almost heroic when you think about how uh, desperate someone must be with this uh, illness to have to be intubated like that. I, it's, it really is sad that this is the state that we're in. Um, just sort of as a global community hearing that not only the U.S., but, but uh, around the world, the, the, the troubles that everybody's facing. Um, and here in the U.S., if, if we can help support our family and our friends and, and our neighbors here in the U.S., that's certainly uh, our mission that we're trying to, to uh, be successful at. Yeah. You know, one of the... Go ahead, Larry. You want to uh, say something? Uh, uh, listeners find out more about MedEvent. Uh, sure, you can go to our website, uh, www.medevanthealth.com. How's that spelled? Uh, it's M-E-D-I-V-A-N-T health.com. And uh, one more time, it's M-E-D-I-V-A-N-T health.com. Perfect. We're Larry and Rob Mandel, the brothers-in-law, here on Go Country 105. Do you have a legal issue you need help with? We want to hear from you. Find us on Instagram and send us a message. Then tune in on Saturdays at 8 a.m. right here on Go Country 105. From all of us on the Brothers on Law Show, we want to give a big thank you to these sponsors who we've partnered with to help honor our local heroes and groups for going above and beyond for their community. We'd like to thank Ralph's, Whole Foods, Target, and Chipotle. Thank you for all you do in our community. One of the, the drugs I noticed that you guys are making, which I, I was scratching my head on, um, and I had a few questions on, is sodium bicarbonate, which yes. is 
basically baking soda, right? So we make a few that are similar to that. Sodium bicarbonate, we make a sterile water. Uh, we make a dextrose solution, which is just a sugar solution. I see. Typically used as what's called vehicle solutions. And so there's a whole nother, a whole nother facet of pharmaceutical manufacturing uh, called lyophilized products. And, and lyophilized products are a uh, fancy way to say freeze-dried. And okay. there's drugs that are uh, mostly biologics or different sort of active drugs that, that otherwise will have a very short shelf life. Uh, companies will freeze dry these drugs and you get basically a, a white powder at the bottom of a vial. In order to administer that to a patient, you have to reconstitute it in a solution. And the way that the injectable drug world works is that um, here in, in Arizona, we have, we have a very technologically advanced water facility here. So we take city okay. water purify it uh, till it's ultra clean and, and ultra purified. And it basically takes everything out of the water except the hydrogen and, and oxygen molecules. And you use that as your base for all of the injectable drugs that you make. And the reason you do that is because then you can add salts back. And whenever we have any sort of injection that goes under the skin or anything, it has to have salts in it because your body requires that. Hmm. But order to control it the way we need to, we need to take everything out of the water and then we can put back exactly what we need into the water so we know what's going into patients. So in the case of the sodium bicarbonate, we're taking our ultra-pure water, very tightly controlling the amount of sodium bicarbonate, the other, they're called excipients, um, sodium. We, we adjust the pH of the, the water and then you have a very... Uh, a very well-known, highly controlled solution that you can take the other component, which is the lyophilized product, and reconstitute it with this sodium bicarbonate mixture. And then it, it helps not only bring it safely into the body, but it also helps send the, the target drug to where it needs to go. Wow. And, and th but that is in short supply as well, so, uh, sodium bicarbonate? Yeah, uh, sodium bicarbonate's in short supply, and even up until a week or two ago, uh, and it actually may be back in short supply, but just sterile water is in short supply. Wow. You scratch your head and you say, how is that in short supply? It seems like a very basic thing that we should have, and, and um, you know, unfortunately, we're, we're in this situation. Yeah. Have you suffered or been injured by someone else's negligence? When you need a legal team that will stand up for what is right, won't give up the fight and obtain justice, call 818-886-6600. Mandel Trial Lawyers specializes in personal injury cases of all types. Whether it's a car accident, product or premises liability, dog bite, or a catastrophic injury, Mandel Trial Lawyers are there for you when the fight is worth it. Call now for your free consultation, 818-886-6600. Let the scales of justice tip in your favor. Do you need help feeding your family right now? We all know that schools are closed and some kids rely on free or reduced price meals at school. Visit fns.usda.gov slash meals for kids to find a grab and go meal center near you. They are offering two grab and go meals for kids. Again, please visit www fns.usda.gov 
slash meals for kids. Four is the number four. And let's make sure all the kids are fed. Well, look, we very much appreciate you coming on the show and telling us about the great work that Medivan is doing and helping our, uh, you know, listeners understand what's really going on out there. It's pretty, it's uh, challenging. So listen, but Andrew, uh, thanks again for coming on the show. We appreciate it. And if I may, just just real quick, um, invite everybody to our website. We have a, so as you mentioned at the beginning of the show, we are the newest pharmaceutical manufacturing company in the country. Um, all of our equipment is brand new, you know, 21st century uh, equipment that it's pretty cool. And we've got a video tour on our website where you can actually do a 3D walkthrough of our full manufacturing facility. Uh, please visit our website at medevanthealth.com and take the tour. Uh, I believe I narrate that. So if you want to listen to my voice a little bit more, you're welcome. Sweet. Why not? <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, listen, we got to wrap it up. So sorry. Uh, and say our goodbyes till next Saturday, but Hey, everybody, if you've missed any part of this show, or you'd like to hear any of our previous shows, go to YouTube brothersonlaw.com or iTunes. And if you have a legal question or want to tell us about a show topic, call us, leave us a message at 800 310 7113. That's 800-310-7113. And a big thank you to all our listeners who are staying safe out there. We look forward to being here next week on Saturday at 8 a.m. on Go Country 105. And remember, let the scales of justice tip in your favor. The opinions expressed in the Brothers on Law Show are for informational purposes only and are not a substitute for personal professional legal advice.